Welcome to another episode of A So Full of Stories. Today is the first episode that I'm recording with someone not sitting in front of me. Um, today I'm here with uh, Rory. We met each other during our master last year in Milan and he's right now back in his home country in Lebanon. So Rory, tell the listeners something about you. First of all, my name is Rodrigue, as Milanese people call me. I live in Lebanon, it's like 15 minutes from Beirut, the capital of Lebanon. So I turned 27 and I work in our family business company, the lighting company, the famous one in Lebanon. <laughs> sure. So honestly, before uh, I met you, I never really thought about the country Lebanon or I was Googling it, doing some research, etc. But um, now, of course, I was checking it a bit. And Lebanon has only um, 6 million um, inhabitants. It's kind of small, no? Yeah, not, not all of them Lebanese. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we have a lot of refugees. For, like It's a lot for the, the size of the country, I think. Okay, and what are other things I should know about Lebanon? You should know that in Lebanon, uh, in May actually, uh, you can go to the beach and at the same time you can ski in the mountain. And, f and from the mountain to the beach you have to drive maybe maximum 40 minutes. So imagine... Nice. Yeah, imagine like you go skiing, then you take your car, you drive to the beach and wear your swimwear. That's super weird, no? I can't even imagine that. Not like, not every year, but uh, like this year, it was the, the case. So what about the temperature? Is it like hot, hot or is it like nice 20 degrees? Like it's like in the mountain, it will be like eight degree, but they can still ski. And in the beach, it's like 25 maybe. So 25, it's okay. You can tan, not swim. But some people uh, go swimming. So how can I imagine a typical person from Lebanon? Are there some stereotypes or like some general things you can say about them? You know that people, Lebanese people, they are like somehow 80% similar to uh, Sud of Italy. But we look, we look sociable, very sociable. Like, uh, they take care about everyone, like... Last week, last uh, month, sorry, some friends came to Lebanon. You know, Inesh. We went through every place, and they they got invited from literally everyone. <laughs> so everyone, That's uh, really cute. yeah, yeah. Even my grandma, I took them with me for the lunch, and she was like, "Start, start kissing them," you know, like no. <laughs> in a way that they are like me, you know, like their grandchildren. <laughs> So they are so sociable and they they like they love like tourists tourists and uh, all the like everyone yeah literally. Are there many tourists right now in Lebanon? Now they are saying that there's good number of tourists going like up and up. You were living one year in Italy when you introduced yourself and you said like, "Hey, I'm Rodi and I'm from Lebanon." Um, Well, that's not a typical way how you introduce yourself, that you say the country, but anyway, um, 
I, what did people say? Were they like curious about the country? Like you had a lot of um, conversations about Lebanon? Like uh, they said, oh, wow, I have friends from Lebanon. I, I like I start thinking about like how we have friends of Lebanon. Lebanon like it's been many years we didn't see any foreign person in Lebanon. Now we <laughs> like like literally Italian. They everyone had like friends from Lebanon. I was surprised as well. Yeah, but but every everyone thinks that Lebanon is uh, let's say not like not too much. Uh, Uh, how to say it, educational people, there's no educational people, yeah, they are like, they think, why, they think Lebanon is a desert, like, I was surprised, they think Lebanon is like, <laughs> I don't know, I was, I went crazy, like, we have, we have snow, we are maybe the only country in the Middle East that we, we have snow. Honestly, I felt the same, Rodi. <laughs> um, talking about um, tourists, um, What about uh, the safety of the country? Like right now, it's um, okay to go there or is it still tricky and you need to be very careful? No, like now it's very safe. Since 2007, it's uh, very safe. Like, you know, 2006 we had problems with Israel, but now nothing. And even during the war in Syria, Lebanon was totally secure. Nothing bad happened. And and uh, and and uh, Syria is like Como and Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Lebanon and Syria is like Como and Switzerland, and nothing happened. So uh, it's very near, and we were safe. Yeah, thanks God. <laughs> Talking about religion, I saw that there are 18 different religions in Lebanon. That's a lot. Huh? Yes, like there is there is Christians. Most of them are Christians and Muslims. These like. The country is divided into 50-50, you know, 50% Christians, 50% Muslims, and they live peacefully all together. And and even, like, their Christianity is divided into many, like, they're Maronite, Catholic, Orthodox, and Armenian. Armenian, we have Armenian in Lebanon as well, a lot. And also Muslim people are divided. There's, like, Shia and Sunni and Durzi. I don't know the others, but these ones are most popular. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And what about the language? What is the main language of Lebanon? Like, literally, literally, because of the history of Lebanon, like, too many uh, countries passed through Lebanon and they kind of mm, took care about Lebanon, you know? <laughs> yeah, so... Mainly the the language in Lebanon is Arabic and 80% of the Lebanese people, they speak three, three languages fluently. Arabic, the second French and then English. True, I can remember you speak French. And I speak Italian, Katy. <laughs> okay, true, I totally forgot. Forgot how I... Uh, How I mix between English and Italian together? No, no, of course, now I can remember, Rodi. Now that you're back in Lebanon, what do you miss about Italy? I, I miss Milan because, actually, I love busy cities. People in Milan I are, like, literally friendly. I thought, like, like usually, in, in, I, I felt like it's in Lebanon, you know, <laughs> Like, everyone, hello, and they welcome you, everything, it's good. 
Well, for many people in Italy, food is um, very, very important. If you can choose Lebanese food or Italian food, what's your decision? Oh, it's a big, big problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would say Lebanese food, of course, because everyone that comes to Lebanon, they love the Lebanese food. Everyone? No, really. Which food do you have? Like, we have uh, hummus. Everyone knows hummus. Hummus and barbecue and uh, we call this one, like, uh, the roll. I don't know how we call it in English, but uh, it's wara'arish. It's, uh, this is in Arabic. So when you go to Lebanon, just ask for wara'arish. I would imagine like a typical dinner or lunch with the family in Lebanon is like a table full of plates with no space, no? Totally full. <laughs> like you can't put your finger on the table. Like there is no space for a finger. <laughs> Good. Yeah, we call it uh, meza. This is, we call it meza. Like the all hummus and eggplants and baba ghanoush and... Uh, Barbecue, mechanic, sujuk, all these stuff. What about alcohol in Lebanon? Um, are you allowed in the country to drink alcohol or are there like some laws against it? Forbidden, forbidden who? <laughs> no, like totally not. Like from the north till the south, you can drink everywhere, anytime. And like sadly, you can drink and drive and no one will stop you, but... Please guys, please guys, don't drink and drive, okay? Is there a typical um, Lebanese alcohol that you drink? Like actually, if you have lunch with the family, lunch with friends, with the meza, you drink Arab. This is a typical Lebanese. But in the parties, we drink gin, vodka, whiskey. Now you started the topic. I heard some rumors that um, people from Lebanon really know how to party. Tell us something about the party life, the nightlife in Lebanon. We party like, we totally party like crazy because the people, uh, because in Lebanon there is all kind of parties, like there is like Europe, there is a lot of places like Berlin nightclubs, you know, and there is a, like uh, pubs, so you can, you can start The happy hour from five afternoon. Let's say on on Friday, go first for us to pub, eat and drink. Then you go happy hour for a pub. Then you go to a club for like English and Arabic music together. Like they mix music. They put Spanish. They put French. Also everything. Okay. Uh, or so after this, you can go for the. The boxes like techno and deep house and this stuff of clubs, or you can go for the one man show club. The Lebanese, the Lebanese singer like shouting, not even singing, but uh, when you drink, you can listen to them. It's okay for you <laughs> every day in Lebanon. You can go for pubs, streets, and you can find people. And even though we don't have a lot of touristic people, so it's like local people, they go every day for a drink. So how can I imagine the price structure in Lebanon? Yeah, it, mm, like, it's not cheap, but you can find some places where it's okay. 
you know, like there's the expensive places. Like if you go, if you want to go to party and in famous places, you have to pay. And actually, in some in some clubs, you cannot enter if you don't have a reservation or a table. So you go, you go only walk in in the bar. So when the bar is full, you need to have a table to enter. So it's kind of organized. So you can compare it with um, Milan. It's like um, cheaper or the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of like Milan. It depends, and, and it depends when you go so to the south. It's more cheaper. Somehow in some cities in Beirut, near Beirut, it's cheaper than the others. It depends on the... It's a cultural issue, you know? Like, uh, some some cities... I don't know how to explain it for you. It's so critical, you know? <laughs> so, and like, let's say if you come to my city, it's expensive, kind of. Okay. Yeah, but there is some cities you go... You can buy, like, food. One hummus for 3,000 Lebanese pounds, and... Near my house, you can pay for it like 12,000. <laughs> okay, that sounds super high for me. What is it in euros? No, 3,000 Lebanese pound is like two dollars. Okay, sounds better. <laughs> Now I kind of want hummus. Anyway, I will invite you for the hummus. <laughs> Grazie, Rudy. So coming back to the dance culture um, of Lebanon, what about, um, let's say, the typical music that you need to listen to if you dance to those songs? I mean, you don't listen to Rihanna while dancing it, no? Yeah, yes, there is there is many Lebanese songs, but not every song you can dance this kind of dance on. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, you need to have like the one of from... Like the traditional Lebanese songs from the mountains, you know, from the village. Let's say if you want, if you want to hear like uh, a Dabke song, you can go through Faris Karam. It's a Lebanese singer. When did you learn that dance? Is that something traditional that you learn when you are a kid, or you go for dance classes? Like actually, uh, I didn't uh, learn this dance. This dance. I just uh, saw my uh, siblings dancing and I, I like they taught me. But that's nice. Yeah. It's it it comes from it's genetic, you know? It's kind of genetic. It's in your blood, no? Yeah, 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 actually. No, I'm not kidding. It's in our blood. <laughs> no, no, I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, another question, Rory. Um, I mean, you're a good example. You left Lebanon to go to study in Europe and Italy. Um, is that something that many people do in um, Lebanon? Let's say also like traveling around. Like I don't know. Like Lebanese people, like they suffer from the salaries in Lebanon, but. Actually, uh, every day I see stories for for some people traveling. I don't know how, but they, they travel a lot. Like Lebanese people, they travel a lot. But how high is the average salary in Lebanon? It's it's low, depending on the on the expenses of of the daily expenses. So it's kind of similar to the situation in Italy. Yeah, but in Italy you have like some services that the government gives you some services but in Lebanon uh, niente you have to do everything by yourself so this means that you can also see in Lebanon the difference between the poor people and the, like the rich people probably 
and um, is there like an existing middle class or this is missing? Yeah, like the the middle class is it's kind of uh, very low. Yeah, we have like or high class or the lowest one. Okay. Yeah. Let's hope in the future we can find some middle class. We hope so. Okay, so um, considering this, um, what about the infrastructure of the country? Um, as we talked about, some people think it's just a desert. Um, are there like skyscrapers, new streets, or how can we imagine the infrastructure there? Like you, there's only like one highway in Lebanon, like from, uh, and it's always there is always traffic from <laughs> from seven in the morning until seven night. Like you need to like to catch the good time to move, you know. Like some people need like two hours to reach their job somehow by car. This is my daily life every day when I go to work. <laughs> so there's no train, there's no metro. No, no train, no metros. There's buses, but there's buses, but they like they don't have bus stop. It's just <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you go and go on the highway. Like you can stand anywhere you like, and you raise your hand. The bus stops in front of you. Yeah, that's kind of convenient. It's kind of nice. And what about trains? Ah, we had the trains like 50 years ago, but they removed it. I don't know why. What? Yeah. Like that's 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 a shame. I I shouldn't like talk about that, but yes, it's true. And I feel sad about it. Super sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had, like, imagine you had a train and then they said, oh, we don't need it. And the train, the train was like, because Lebanon and the, and the history of Lebanon, it was a really uh, good spot for all the, all the countries around because it's on the, the Mediterranean Sea and uh, the, the poor of the Lebanon was really important at that time. So they they used to ship to Lebanon and take the train to like for Syria, Jordan and uh, these countries. Uh, but now only by cars and trucks. Yeah, but no one now ship to Lebanon for exporting to Syria. <laughs> no, not anymore. Okay, and talking about you, Rudy, you said um, that you kind of miss Italy and you would like to go back. What is the main reason why you said, okay, now it's time to go back? I want kind of experience in my job in Italy because I like the country and like I know Milan like I know my my village here. Like, uh, like home. Yeah, the, I know every corner in Milan. And then you can also make the next step to find the Italian girlfriend, no? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Sure, especially from the south, because they look like us. But anyway, anyway, I, it's the last thing I'm thinking about, like, not, uh, I think about myself now. No girlfriend, no marriage, no kids, only... Only work and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Dogs are always good, Ronnie. Um, I was wondering, how is it about um, the average age uh, when people in Lebanon are getting married? Like for for, for the girl or, or the boy, woman, man. Um, what is the average age? Because I don't think it's like Europe that it's like 30 or something. 
like it's like a simple example my uh, my sister is married and she's expecting now a baby the second one and my brother got married two two years ago and he has a baby so when i came from milan last august everyone starts oh when are you getting married oh why are you still single oh we need to we need to see your kids so like everyone is, because like the the average age of the girl to get married in Lebanon is like maximum 25 okay i would be too old yeah yeah i have some friends from school they are they are getting married now that's early yeah also like younger ones like 20 years old she's getting married 21 years. yeah it's i think for me it's early also guys like when men when they they are like 30 and plus and they are not getting they are not married yet so it's it's weird i think it's weird yeah but for me i don't care but in lebanon like i'm 26 now and they are like waiting for me to get married you know <laughs> yeah like i'm 26 even before like on 23 you you need to meet a girl maybe after you need to stay with her like three years and then getting married so so everyone uh, <laughs> asks me why you are not getting married i will tell them like i don't want to see you happy <laughs> <laughs> okay Rory, that's like a good um last statement to finish the episode um, I'm always asking, um, what is the typical phrase or how do you say um, goodbye in uh, um, uh, Lebanon? Oh, that's a good answer. That's a good question, sorry. Because, uh, yeah, I have something to say for you also about uh, the Lebanese people. Like Inesh, for example, she was surprised, like always asking me how to say uh, hi in your, in your country. I said uh, hi. Or bon or uh, bonjour in French. So literally, uh, kind of everyone in Lebanon they don't use marhaba marhaba. And for goodbye. For the the bye, they say bye. Like literally, everyone says bye. Okay. Yeah, I say like for for me, I say ciao. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we don't use the Arabic uh, words. The, sorry, yeah, the Arabic words for hi and bye. Like, it, like we have a typical uh, sentence for, like, they say, they make a joke about it. Like, for the Lebanese girls, they say, they use three languages to say, to welcome someone. Hi, kifak, sava. So, hi is English, kifak is Arabic, and sava is French. So, they use the three languages, yeah. They can show us they speak three languages, you know. Showing, showing off, yeah. Typical Lebanese girls. So how do we say goodbye now? If you want, we can use the Arabic one. Uh, how do we say it? No, go on. <laughs> uh, wait. Al-Wada. Uh, Al-Wada, al maybe. Al-Wada. Maybe. Let's say, let's say bye, okay? Bye, bye or ciao. Okay, ciao. <laughs>